to Creeps Are Us, exclusively on the Collecting Weekly Network. What up, Creeps? Welcome to episode three of Creeps Are Us. I am your host, Manny. Today, I'm joined by some fantastic guests, and I will let them introduce themselves. Hi, I'm Susan. <laughs> I'm Karen. I'm Dean. And I'm Zach. So today, I've gathered you, or maybe I should say I've conjured you. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. Yeah, thank you. So today, I want to talk about paranormal um, activity is that I hope I don't get sued by saying that <laughs> something right. something paranormal that maybe happened to you happened to a close friend a uh, family member so I'll let I'll let Susan go first if, oh if you don't mind yeah. no not at all um I'm gonna go ahead and like say that Karen and I are gonna cross over a lot on for this. sure for so sure. um Karen and I are sisters and we grew up in like Karen would you call it like a haunted house kind of yeah, I mean, there like there, there the were house was interesting. Yeah, yeah, there were so the house that we lived in actually was built on top of a creek, so oh. a creek like flowed underneath it. Oh my god! Yeah, oh my gosh, it's called it's it's, up, up up on stilts. Yeah, and then the so creek the goes oh, under. Okay. So there's like a cave, and you would go into the cave, and like you could walk nope. through the creek. Yep, we and we oh totally did that like way too much as kids. It was cool. Yeah, it was a cool place to. It was a cool house to grow up in. Um, and there were, uh, so I had one entity specifically that haunted, like in my room, my bedroom was the epicenter of the hauntings in that particular, for this particular entity. But Karen had like a whole other thing going on with her, with her room that I actually just didn't really even know about until we, until I knew that stuff happened to you, but like not the specifics of it really. I guess. So really quick, like when you guys say that, that stuff was happening to you both, was it like in the movies, like where one runs to the other room and they're like, did you hear that? And then something happens to the both of you guys? Was it like that? Would you say? There was one incident that I remember that Susan can tell you more about where we were both in Susan's room and had an interaction with her entity. Mm -hmm. Um, and then as far as my experiences go, like there were times where stuff happened and I would run into her room because she's my older sister. Um, I didn't tell her what happened. It was kind of just like, oh, I'm coming into your room. Yeah, um, she would just like come like like sleep in my bed for a little while. And yeah. Stuff like that. Gotcha. Yeah. How old were you guys when this series of hauntings happened? Were you like little kids or like teenagers? Um, for mine, most of the stuff like that I remember happened when I was like junior high, high school. But, um, but the, the funny thing about my particular entity is that Karen and I one time researched it and figured out who it was, who oh haunted, who That's was haunting wild. my room. Just like That's out of the movies. You yeah. Are like, brave. Was, yeah. We, well, yeah. so what happened was the first week we moved into the house that we grew up in, um, there was a really bad motorcycle accident outside the house because we live in like kind of like a woodsy area with like turns and, 
and the road is like very windy. So a motorcycle coming down it, like just, just crashed, flipped. it flipped. And then somebody, the, the, the rider died. Oh, and no. the crazy part about it is like, we found the body outside the house. Oh, that's awful. And I was six oh, when that goodness. happened. Dear Lord. So, and Karen was three. So there was like, like that's, we, so what we did was we kind of researched surrounding that accident. Cause we were pretty sure that the rider was the guy in my room. Oh, man, oh my goodness. That's crazy. Yeah. Dear Lord. Yeah. So that was one, that was my, so, so what's funny is now every time I go home, I like say, Hey, cause I'll like walk in my room. Cause we, we still live in my, like our family still lives in that house. So we'll, we'll go in and I'll be like, Oh, Hey Eric, what's up? Cause his name's Eric. And he's my, Eric is, he's very friendly. Like nothing to, for me, the part that I'm, that I struggle with explaining is that he didn't scare me so much as it was uncomfortable and startling. Like for yeah. Eric liked to play with the electronics in my room a lot. Like, I think I told you guys this story right after we recorded the other night where I had Christmas tree lights that I decorated my room with as a teenager. And I woke up in the middle of the night and I went to unplug them. Cause I was like, that's weird. The lights are on. Why are they on? And I went to unplug them and they weren't plugged, actually plugged into the wall, but they were all on in the room. That's so scary. And then, yeah, well, it, it's scary, but at the same time, you're like, okay. That was him yeah. figuring out he cool. was a ghost. He's like, wait, I could do this? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, kind of. That's kind of what it was. And then he always appeared as like this blue, misty orb thing that you would oh, no. see. And then as soon as you turned, it would like disappear. Oh. So, But oh, he was blue, which Karen explained to me, because Karen's actually way more into this, like supernatural in general. Mm. So Karen explained to me that that was a good sign that he was blue. <laughs> oh, thank God. Really? Yeah, Karen. A lot of times like spirit guides or, you know, just uh, benevolent spirits will show up as blue. Like you'll see a blue orb. You'll just see like a flash of blue light. Like um, I, I see stuff like that all the time. And, you know, you just kind of assume that it's someone who's there that's good. Like, uh, you know, if you see like a red flash, you might want to be a little more worried or like a black shadow yeah. or something like that. No, that sounds super scary. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, I have a buddy of mine who always sees entities, but they appear as like black figures. Like if oh we're like driving down the street, he'll be like, oh, like I just. No, these are like, floaters. That guy has <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, just trying to lighten up the mood a little bit. I don't bit. know. Some people are just like really adept to seeing that kind of stuff. And Karen is actually one of those people, so she should actually take over and talk a little bit about the the stuff that happened to her that I knew nothing about. Because, like I said, Eric always just was very friendly. He would do things like he pl he liked to play music in my room. Like, like you'd walk in the room and there was always music playing, even if there were no. I'm going to age myself. CDs in the CD player. Like you could open up the CD player and the, it would be empty and the music would still be playing in my room. What the? F and the crazy thing I is that he, he didn't <laughs> always even do this at night. It was sometimes like in the middle of the day, mm. which makes it a little bit easier to deal with because it's the middle of the yeah. day. The one time he really freaked me out was the night that he, that I woke up in the middle of the night because all of the posters on my wall fell off the wall at the same time. Nope. My goodness. You're getting out of there. 
Yeah, I would yeah. have backflipped out of the room. And that, I, was, <laughs> I slept on, I, slept, I think I slept on the pullout couch in the living room that night because I was just like, mm, I, we, we haven't had, <laughs> yeah, we haven't had beef before, but like, don't do that again, <laughs> ever. Yeah, he My really goodness. wanted your attention that night, yeah. I guess. I guess so. But yeah, I can't. So Karen, Karen, that's pretty interesting how, would you say like, you're on the level of, uh, what do they call it, like mediums? Uh. I wouldn't say a medium per se. I would say very sensitive. Um, you know, I have memories very young of experiencing things and I still do. Uh, I, I, you know, Susan even told me stories when I was younger about how I was like, Oh, you know, I saw grandpa and I would describe him to a T and my grandfather was dead before we were even born. So there was no way that I could know what he looked like. Um, I, uh, a little background about myself, um, you know, I consider myself a natural witch and I've had, uh, been a practicing witch since I was around seven years old. And I don't know if the two are correlated, um, but I assume they are, uh, because one of the experiences that I had when I was younger was I would, uh, see this same entity in this one particular corner of my room. And I, I called her the hag, which gives you an idea of kind of what she looked like. Um, what I remember the most about her is that she had fingernails that were really long and sharp, like to a point. And if I slept with my back, um, like I slept in a bottom bunk so I could sleep, sleep facing the wall and have my back to the room. And if I slept with my back to the room, I would wake up with scratches on my back and I would feel her nail poke my back and it would tense up my whole body. And it used to freak me the F out. And so I would, that's when I would run into my sister's room. Like I would just cover my eyes and run. And, um, if I slept facing the other way, the weird thing that she would do is I would wake up in the morning with a scratch all the way down the bridge of my nose and it would just be red. And, and uh, our mom would constantly be like, Karen, where did you get that scratch? Because I w- I've, I'm a nail biter. or I mean, I pick my nails now, but when I was a kid, I've, I've never had fingernails my entire life. So there's no way that I could have done it to myself. Um, my best friend used to like make a joke about it, about the scratch I'd always have on my nose, but it was like, I would rather have the scratch on my nose than get poked yeah. in the back. So. Yes. <laughs> I see a question wow. at the bottom, so I'm just going to answer it. Did you guys, ever, did you got gals? Thank you. Ever com- try to communicate with Eric with a Ouija board? Um, uh, I don't mess with that stuff. We don't do Ouija uh, boards. I, yeah, no. I, don't, I don't play Ouija boards. Um, you know, there's, there's we, ways to get messages from spirits that don't open complete doorways. Well, we, yeah, did, right. we did communicate with him a couple of times specifically because like I, he liked the electronics. So we would ask yes or no questions with the Christmas lights. Oh, like in Stranger oh, Things. Can you flash them? Oh, oh, yeah, exactly like in Stranger Things. Wow. So when that happened in Stranger Things, I was like, uh, <laughs> I know that trick. <laughs> yeah, we had a... We had a ghost in my house for years. When we first moved in there, our neighbors told us, like, hey, there's some weird shit that goes on between these two houses. And the um, the guy who built the house, both houses, like, died somehow. Oh my God. And he, like, would go between the two houses. And his name was Al. <laughs> and, like, so, like, our, like, vacuum cleaners would come on. 
the lights would turn on and off and my mom would always be like, Oh, quit it. And then he would stop. Yeah. He just wanted and, to be acknowledged. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, we did the floors on our house, maybe like, I don't know, like 10 years later after moving in and, and never, nothing ever happened after that. Oh, interesting. It was the weirdest thing. It was like the floors were replaced and then he was just gone. It really? was wild. Yeah. I can but, give an explanation for why that could have happened just from stuff that I've read. Oh, um, really? Yeah. So, so, I mean, a lot of times like renovation stirs up activity. If the ghost is upset about the surroundings changing, um, oh. but in some cases a renovation can stop it because if the, if, if the surroundings change so much that the ghost is like, this isn't what I'm used to seeing. And then maybe he just went to the other house or, uh, yeah, so I don't know. Cause those people had moved out by then. So I don't know oh. if, if he's only there now, but yeah, it was the weirdest thing. It just completely stopped after that. But that's crazy. Even then, usually it's the opposite. <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't like going downstairs by myself if it was like late at night. I like refused. <laughs> and, like, even now, when I go home um, and it's like really late, because that's my dad's house, I don't live there anymore, but I'll go to like pick up mail. I like have my <laughs> camera on or my flash, and I'm just like walking through the house, like, let me grab my mail and get the hell out of here because it still creeps me out. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, Jason okay. Nelson says that he had something similar happen. He disturbed the house structure, uh, remodeling the kitchen, and the spirit uh, left that area. So, Wow, that's crazy. That's super interesting. I'd never heard that before. But um, Really quick. So when I was younger, I was like eight years old. I would always sleep at my grandparents' house because my mom, she was a party animal, and she would leave me with my grandparents. So <laughs> we didn't really have like a dedicated like – room for me so she would throw a mattress on the floor in one of the rooms and you know just hang out there well I'll never forget this but um it was like 1 a.m and my grandma she was one of those that stayed up until 1 30 2 o'clock cleaning the house washing dishes and stuff well I knew that she was washing her dishes and I was laying there I, I don't know what I was doing I was eight um and I remember just looking to the side and I saw this little girl in a white dress. I'll never forget this. She was just a little girl in a white dress and she was staring at me. So I like, I just looked at her and I'm like, like, you know, like, who are you? Like, <laughs> so I, just, I just stared at her and then she walked away. So I like got up really quick and I wasn't scared. I was just like, who is this? I've never seen her. Is she a cousin? I had a lot of cousins from Mexico all the time. <laughs> So I follow her, but then like I lose her. So I go to my grandma, she's washing dishes and I'm like, Hey grandma in Spanish. I'm like, grandma, who's that? Like, who was that? And she was like, who, what are you talking about? I never found out who it was. My, Did she ever uh, appear again? No, I don't think so. But in that house, we did have another, uh, my grandparents called him shadow because that's all we would see. So we know of the shadow and the little girl in the white dress. Oh my gosh. Could be the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Along with Manny's shadow stories. So my grandfather has a ranch and it's like pretty secluded. Like to get there, you have to go to a small town and then travel like 20 miles and then go like five miles deeper into this like abyss. And uh, his ranch isn't huge, but unfortunately we had a family friend that passed away at the ranch. And, you know, it's always been a question of like, was it a suicide? Was it like an accident? But, you know, 
no one really knows, but for years since then, um, you know, this is like a gated private ranch. Uh, people have always said that they've seen like shadows, like on the porch or, you know, just throughout the property. Um, and no one's ever really been able to explain it. And it's been like that for probably about 10 years. Yeah. The, the shadow thing that you mentioned, like my grandparents, like it, it became a part of like just something that they would, um, accept if that makes any sense like oh look there's shadow again and it was like you know as i got older i was like mm, no so like i personally never saw the shadow but they would say that he would walk around you know walk in front of the house and obviously the first couple of times that it happened my grandpa would run outside and we just never found out who it was yeah I, my friend katie's house is haunted like that by like a a shadow that would like play the piano oh, or no. nope. one time <laughs> play the piano. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Like it was really creepy. In fact, we had a mutual friend who refused to ever go back to her house. Cause it was like, I don't know. We were kind of young and we were playing or I wasn't there, but they were playing. Um, like basically like an adult version of hide and seek. Oh, <laughs> we were, that like mean? in high school. Oh okay. my God. What does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> well, I heard, I is that like a sexual joke or something? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Adult we were, version of hide and seek. We were young, but we weren't like children. It was like... Like, oh, you mean like adult hide and seek? Hide and seek? Like a, I don't, I don't know, know what that even means. Yeah, when you said the other way, I thought like sexually. <laughs> yeah. What happens you if they find you? Yeah. <laughs> you got to watch no, your back. And, uh, you get it coming. Was hiding, he was hiding Ready or not, here I come. He, he was hiding in the room with the piano and it just started playing. Oh my God. And he just like wow. ran out of the room. Oh he was God. like, I'm not going back in that house. And he just left. And never he would never come over. Um, hey, real quick. Uh, Mario Cortez says, Manny, it was probably the cuckoo. It probably was. Yeah. Uh, like, Dean, we'll come back to your story really quick. But in my house, growing up, we always had one room that you did not go in because they would threaten you with the cuckoo. Oh, don't go in there. It's the cuckoo. So you'd have to run by, turn on the bathroom. <laughs> Hopefully you grab it, then you can use the restroom. Because in the kukui, what, what's the kukui? Because my sister and I were our family's from Hawaii, so kukui means a whole different thing. Yeah, oh. um, Mexican. It's um, just like um. I was gonna say, like the Outsider. Did you watch the Outsider? I don't think I've seen that. Okay, the the Outsider is the 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 Stephen King TV show. Um, there's they talk about El Cuco. Is that the same thing? No, no. Oh, the okay. kukui is just like a, in general, like the monster's gonna get you. Like, oh, okay. They, they, okay. they really use that to like threaten, like you know, chill kids, ten and un, uh, gotcha. and yeah. like get home gotcha. instead of playing outside, or the kukui is gonna come get you. Right. Uh -huh. and so it was like an incentive to go home because the kukui will get you. And then my family, uh, they would, you know, they would basically stretch that word out to make it even creepier. So they'd be like, kukui, and it's like <laughs> over your shoulder really quick, and you got to get home. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. A Mexican boogeyman, as Mario says. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, that's a really good explanation. But in so, Halloween, they can't call Michael Myers the kukui, so they said the shape. So anyways, go ahead. Uh, so Karen, Susan, have did your parents, like, what did they think about these entities um, well, I think uh, did they believe you guys or was, was it just I, something you guys never really talked to them about? Um, I mean, do you want, okay. You our, go. Whomever. <laughs> our dad, we, our dad basically believed everything we told him like in this, like 
weird way that was like he was just that was just who he was like if you told him like okay yeah if you told him there was a ghost in your room which we each did he was like all right so what are you gonna do about it like like that was like that's just what he was and he was he was just a very dad reaction he's like look guys we got this house for a great price there's a creek right under it (laughs) we're just gonna have to deal with some shit yeah he was like i I, because i remember telling him about eric and he was just like he was like all right, there's a ghost in your room. There's lots of, he's like, and he was like, you've watched movies. There's lots of ghosts in lots of people's rooms. Like he was basically like, why are you special? Like, of course you have a ghost in your room. Like, okay. Um, so really quick, like when, when we start to look for a home, like I'm going to be very um, suspicious if we get like an offer that's too good, like to refuse, like I'm going to have to ask like, what happened here? Like, yeah. Yeah. Why are you trying to get rid of this house so cheap? Yeah, totally. Yeah, and I, did you tell dad about ha- the hag? No, I didn't tell anybody except my best friend at the time. The hag? Um, I thought because, like, because of my spiritual practices that I have t- had since I was, ever since I could remember as young as I was, I thought that she was kind of a product of that. And so I was like, well, I kind of just have to deal with this. Um, but as I got better at my spiritual practices... Um, she went away because uh, I got better at banishing. <laughs> oh. oh, but we, so we can actually like. Oh yeah, she totally can. But we yeah. haven't gotten rid of Eric. I mean, Eric. No, well, Eric's fine. I yeah, mean, we, if he wants to move on. He can. I mean, if you if he wants to move on, just let me know. Yeah, I mean, he's never done any like I um. Because that that room is like my bedroom. I I still sleep in it when I go home and visit my family. And, um, I, um, like, it's still the coldest room in the house. It's always freezing cold in that room. And, um, and our house is cold anyway. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So So do like, do do spirits like the cold weather or like warm? They, uh, well, water is a conductor of energy. So they, you know, they would be able to manifest better, you know, like manipulate the electricity and stuff better. I think because our house is over the water Um, and, you know, spirits when they're there, it's cold. So they bring the cold with them. Yeah, I hear that a lot. Like the temperature shifts. That's how you like know if something's like around you. I don't know. Cause my grandma didn't have AC. She, we had central AC, but she never turned it on, and there was always <laughs> there was always cuckoos in there. So, I don't know. <laughs> well, some some types of entities are hot, so oh. but you don't want those hot ones. Yeah, <laughs> that's why depends guys, on what you're working with. But temperature changes in general would be an indicator yeah. that there's something going on. Have you guys ever tried to reach out to Ryan's family? Like maybe try to find them and. Eric's? Who's, who's or, I'm sorry, Eric. Yeah, I was like, Eric. who's Ryan? Sorry, there was some, no, there was someone in the chat that was, I had <laughs> I was a block because they were oh. some dirty things and their name was this Ryan. Is a, and Karen, I'm so sorry for this guy. Oh, oh I, I, I can't see the chat at all. So. Oh, no. I, I, Eric, Eric's coming someone, for you now because you said that. Oh, no. Don't, please don't take that <laughs> no, back. No, he's, he's fine. He's nice. Susan, you should be able to hit live comments to see what oh. you're saying. Oh, do I want to, though? Because look. You well, got I had to block it. This guy was. Yeah, his username was nine inches for your little booty. I think that's I think and, that's uh, Dean's personal YouTube. I saw him on his phone. No, <laughs> I yeah, I can't. I can only see like if it oh, pops up, but I don't see like a stream of. I I see it. I think on the phone. I think the phone oh, doesn't chat. have that option. Oh, chat. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Go to comments. Yeah. 
So Dylan says he wants to see Zach Jones for your boot. Oh my god. I do see where he was blocked. Yes. Yeah. Well he commented like 40 comments. Oh, that's oh, and I just blocked and they just all deleted at once. So what that's excellent. Was he being funny or dirty? No, yeah, he's was being like, dirty. He was just like course, commenting yeah. a bunch of random I mean his username is nine Yeah, no <laughs> troll. Yeah. Anyways, um, that'd be wild if you were able to find uh, your spirit's family and just say, like, you know, maybe they want to. I, I don't know. I mean, well, when we found when we did the research and we found like um, we found out about him, he had a fiance at the oh, time, wow. and we tried. We did try because this was before the era of social media, really. Yeah. Um. So we did try to see if we could track the fiance down, but we never could. Uh -huh. I mean, we. Yeah. I mean, I guess if we re-researched it now, we probably could track her down. Yeah. But, yeah, and I think it was a question of like, what do you even really say? Because this is like, there weren't cell phones. We would have called a landline. She theoretically, she would pick up, and we'd be like, "Hey, we live in a house that your fiance died in the front yard of." Yeah. Oh, like, what if like when the answering machine picked up, the static went all crazy, and he like oh, left no. a message. That would have been wild. <laughs> like, oh, here Dude, he is. Someone write like, that right here. Right yeah. <laughs> um, one time we had moved into, we were helping my, my other grandma on my dad's side move into a new home. And um, we had all the boxes in the truck. So slowly but surely we were all doing it. And I'm going to tell you my uncle's names because that part will come in handy later. So it was, it was me, my grandparents, my uncle, Jonathan, and my uncle Joel. So we're all moving boxes and finally we take a little break. Well, my uncle Jonathan says, hey, I need to use the restroom really quick. Well, I don't know if he said that, but he went to the restroom. So we're there talking, you know, me and my grandparents and my uncle Joel and Jonathan went to the restroom. So then maybe five minutes go by and we're sitting by a door that my grandma wanted blocked off because we put some couches. So randomly we're just talking and we hear three loud like, like someone, like when UPS comes to your door and they boom, 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 and then they just run off. So like, we, all, we all jumped, like, what the heck? So my grandma, she she quickly said, Jonathan, you know, cut it out. This is a, you're going to break the door. Well, as soon as that, Jonathan walks from the opposite side of the room where the restroom is. And he was like, what? So we were like kind of just staring at each other. Well, that night they made me sleep in the living room and I was terrified. Well, the next day, the I guess the landlord, she came by and my grandma was like, hey, were you by here yesterday? Because someone was knocking on the door loud, like almost breaking my door down. And she's like, oh, that's probably my husband. He passed away a couple of years and he likes to play jokes. <laughs> I could not believe it. No, I was like, I was out. like, oh my gosh. Yeah. That's amazing. I love that. I like that she was just so like casual about it. Like, oh yeah, my husband passed away yeah. a few years ago. He likes cool. to make jokes. It's cool. Yeah, cool. Oh, yeah. you should have said that earlier. Um, yeah. Karen, I know you said you're you're pretty astute to these things. Have you had any entities that have followed you where you live now, or uh, is it mostly just when you go back to your uh, the house you grew up in? Um, well, like the the main one, I don't really deal with her anymore at all. Um, I um, am very good about doing regular banishings. In fact, part of my spiritual practice is doing it daily. So uh, I don't have things happen in my house. And I also um, do a, a yearly 
protective uh, ritual to protect the, like my entire property. And, um, but I mean, I have other stories about me going places <laughs> that are haunted. <laughs> yeah. Let's hear them all. I'm... Things like her. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, they, they know who can interact with them. And so they, they tend to be more attracted to those people. Um, I have uh, two pretty significant ones that like, I still think about the most. Um, the, the first one was um, when I was in college, uh, I went to college uh, up in Northern California and um, you could drive out to the bay. And my, me and my boyfriend at the time uh, decided to drive out to this cliff where you could park your car and then look out at the ocean. And it was, you were just on the top of the cliff. And so we were just parked looking straight out, like watching the sunset and we were talking. And then as we're talking, we start to see these two figures come up from the cliff. And so we're like, okay, well, uh, it must, there must be like a trail there where people are hiking. Um, but all we can see are like those iceberg plants that usually grow around like, uh, coasts and we have them here in Northern California. Mm -hmm. And then as the figures draw closer to us, we can see that one of them has a red shirt, you know, uh, one of them looks like it's wearing a hat or like a baseball cap or something like that. But as they get closer, we realize that not only can we not make out any facial features at all, like it literally looks like their faces are scrambled, but they don't have any bottom halves. So it's literally two torsos coming up this cliff that look like it's wearing clothes. It's like kind of faded looking. And then as we study them further, we realize that where we are parked is a literal straight drop off that oh, there is no way that anybody could be walking up that cliff and there's no trail and these things are floating up the cliff. And so I was driving uh, my boyfriend who um, he, he was a very serious guy, grew up in a very strict Christian household. Um, he would never admit to like seeing anything like this. He freaks out and he's like, drive. And so I just start my car and pull out and then drive. And it's a windy road. We go down for a while and then we kind of like pull off kind of in this driveway area. And then we get freaked out even more because out of nowhere, this guy like comes walking up to the car and he's like, go. And so we have these like two scary experiences where oh, we don't no. know where this like, guy right came back to from. Back. Yeah. And, uh, and then we're driving away. And so then. I'm the type of person where I need to like talk through things. Like I'm like, okay, what did we just see? Like, what did you see? Like what, like what's going on? And he like did not want to talk about it. And then if I tried to talk to him about it days afterwards, he was like, I don't know what you're talking about. That never happened. But then I was like, well, then why did you freak out and want me to drive away so fast? Like, <laughs> oh, wow. uh, so that was, a, that's another like really significant one where like, I can still like clear as day picture those things like coming up the hill. It was just, ugh, it gives me chills thinking about it. Yeah. Zach, any other um, paranormal activity? What about in your place? Cause you just moved in there a couple of years ago, huh? Yeah. Fortunately, I don't think that we've had anything weird happen. Uh, knock on wood. Uh you know, we have cameras in our house and uh, they all have motion triggers. So if anything happens, like, you know, I'm always worried one day I'll see my kid like looking at a wall for like three hours, like, you know, some crazy stuff like that. But no, I've never, uh, as far as I can tell, I've never really, uh, you know, noticed anything crazy. Mm -hmm. 
in our house, the only thing that's kind of odd is um, the smoke detectors go off every so often. But, I mean, just researching those brands, like, I could find, like, logical explanations for that, you know. Um, but, no, I, you know, I have not ever and, – and it's crazy because we live in an age where, you know, those cameras are cheap and they, you know, I think, like, going forward you'll have – more and more instances of things like that caught on tape because right you know i mean i bought like a camera for like 30 bucks and it's full hd streams like you know triggers alarms sent to my phone anytime anything happens yeah i love watching people upload their like garage footage Mm -hmm. of shit that just walks by in the middle of the night and it's like unexplainable like when what am i looking at i almost broke my back oh go ahead (laughs) yeah i got spooked out in the middle of the last show I'm sorry, Susan, what were you saying? Oh, I was just, when I was living in LA, um, a friend of mine came to visit um, and she was, she got a notification on her phone that like her camera had gone off, like inside her house. And she was like, she just froze. And we, we like, we were doing like a Disney day in the middle of Disneyland, like at night, she just like froze. And I was like, what, what's going on? And she like turns around her phone to show me the camera. And there's this, just like this white swirl that's going like this around in her living room for no reason. And then it just stopped. So when it comes to stuff like that, like I love, I do love watching like, you know, people catching the paranormal on, on, um, on film but i think what i think what's a little bit more scary is when it's like actually some like real person and they're just like trying to sneak around on your property it's like i um, mean yeah that's way yeah that's worse yeah (laughs) and like if i don't know just like i could just picture them i just go back to michael myers that's my guy like just like some tall guy wearing a mask creeping on you that's so creepy the thought of that yeah a stalker Mm mm-hmm yeah. Yeah, I don't like oh, yeah, Dean doesn't like stalkers. 1911 by the bed, Manny. <laughs> Just in case. The what? Uh, 1911 by the bed. Our guns, oh, yeah, I keep oh, my okay. next to my bed. I thought, you but, said, uh, I thought you said when you were 19, you turned 11. I was like, that yeah, I, mean, like, like, I have Benj- no idea like what Benjamin that. Button in reverse. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Karen, I think you said there was another instance that really freaked you out. Yeah. Um, and this was more, this wasn't necessarily seeing anything. It was more, um, a feel like an experience, just a feeling that I had. Um, well, uh, so, um, another incident up here in Northern California, um, so is, was in a town called Santa Rosa and my husband and I, we decided to go out to breakfast at this place in like what's called old railroad square. It's like an old part of town And we went to this crepe place. And so we're eating. And like, as the longer we're in the restaurant, I'm getting more and more uncomfortable. Like it's hard for me to breathe. And it's like, and the only way I could describe the feeling was it felt like I was being crushed. And like, I even so far, like went so far as to like, I like unhooked my bra because I thought my bra was like suffocating me. (laughs) And like, and that didn't do anything. And so and by the time like the bill came, I like had not eaten any food. I just like literally felt like I was dying. So I'm like, I have to leave. And so I walk out and he gives me his car keys and I go sit in the car. And like the further I walk away from the place, the better I feel. And you know, I'm, you know, my sister and I are very much alike in that we, you know, we like to know like what's going on and we want to do our research and things like that. So as soon as I got home, um, cause I didn't have internet on my phone back then. <laughs> um, 
I looked up like Railroad Square and the history of it, and um, it actually crumbled in the 1906 earthquake, and lots of people were crushed and died in the area oh, where I was eating breakfast. Wow. So they wanted you to feel. That's crazy. Feel what we yeah. feel. Oh, man. That's nope. scary. Jesus. Uh, in the comments, yeah. Danny Lee asks, can we go back to Karen about those two beings slash ghosts she saw on the hill? Were they glowing like in the movies or they did, did they look tangible like us? The, what I remember about them was that I could see the colors of the clothes that they were wearing, but they looked like blurry, if that makes sense. Like they were unfocused, like you yeah. know, like if you if you move at the last second when you take a picture and and you get kind of that blurry effect, like you can still see some things, but it's not it's not defined. But it, I wouldn't say it was glowing so much because, but it was like dusk, sunset. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know if I would say it was glowing per se. When you say that they were blurry, that reminds me of. I want to say it's um, the Sixth Sense, or I remember it from uh, one of the scary movies where, like, they showed the picture and, like, the picture, their face was like twirled. Like, I don't know, that always creeps oh, me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What horror movie is that? I want to say, I don't know, but I know Scary Movie did a like a the parody of it. Uh huh. And like they they showed I the face like and they were like, that. "Why is her face?" Yeah, I know. Oh, the like, ring. Is it in the yes, ring where their face is, gets all twisted? Yeah. Because it's after they see the tape, their face. Yeah. Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. And on the last show, I was just talking about that. That terrifies me because something about like elongated mouths and this their faces are, that is terrifying. Like if I walked in my place and I saw that, I would probably go into cardiac arrest. Yeah. You shouldn't watch uh, Asian horror then. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Horror. They, all those kinds like of Korean and Japanese faces. horror loves to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Love, yeah. What's yeah. the one what's the one where um it's the the American remake has Joshua Jackson in it which is like ridiculous. Pulse. Is it's the one with the camera. Like like and he one keeps, missed call? No, no, no. It's a camera and he his cuz he um he like his ex-girlfriend committed suicide and she's standing on his back. So every time people shutter. take a picture, it's shutter, shutter. Oh, That's it. yeah. Yeah. And I he keeps feeling that. heavier and heavier the whole movie. And like every time they take a picture, she's like more and more on his back. Oh, no, that's creepy. That's yeah, it's creepy. I don't remember. I mean, I remember I saw that, but I don't remember any details of that one. I remember watching the Japanese one. Yeah, so thanks to while, Jason Nelson for that one. While we're on uh, on the topic of scary movies, let's let's go let's dip into that really quick. What's your all time favorite horror film? Obviously, you guys probably know mine. Maybe not uh, Susan and Karen, but I'll go first. So Halloween. I was gonna say, is it what's on your shirt right now? Yeah. Well, this is the remake, but Halloween '78 is my all time favorite, just because it's so real. Like, you know. Someone can put on a mask and creep on me. They could be outside, you know. That's my favorite. I get the chills. I just, I, I love it. Well, what about you, Dean? Favorite? I see. I don't like horror movies as a general rule. Uh, um, and don't say glitter uh, from uh, what's her name? Carrie. No, no, <laughs> no, I would say maybe. Um, Silent Hill. I love that one. It was That's a pretty one good of my like, adaptation. I enjoyed it. I that. love it. I loved 
my one of my best friends would come over and just play the game and I would just watch him play the game because when you're yeah. it's better when someone who's good at it plays it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not playing it, but yeah, the movie's really cool. It takes Yeah, like, I love that one. I wanna say it's like my sister would know better, but I think they take like bits and pieces of like the first and second game. I don't remember. Yeah. But I just remember do. the movie was like, oh, that was pretty tight. It's a great one. Zach, do you have a favorite uh, horror movie? Now, notice the question. I'm asking favorite horror. There's another question after this. Um, okay. I don't really watch that much horror. I would say the most horrifying movie I've ever seen was Fire in the Sky. Uh, oh, it's yeah. About the the yeah, that movie is freaking horrifying. Wait, uh, which one did you say? Fire in the Sky, the one that we've oh, talked dude, about a few forget, times. Dude, I cannot watch that. That is the scariest movie I've ever seen. And it's not like it's demonic insane. or like that, but it's just horrifying because I, I really think that that could happen. Like, I, I believe in aliens. It so. probably has. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. It did happen to that guy. What about you My guys? My mom just it's based on a true popped story. in and said the, the entity is really scary. I haven't seen it. Oh, yeah. Oh, I haven't seen that. I don't think yeah. I've seen that one. That one's newer, right? I think so. Yes. I don't think I've seen that one. Is that a Netflix one? I'll watch it tomorrow, probably. I'm not sure if it's Netflix, if it's on Netflix. Susan, oh, yeah. favorite scary movie? Um, The Shining. Okay. Yes. I, I'm oh, very. Yeah, I'm classic. a big, big Stephen King fan. Has, has anyone King else fan. here seen Mandy? Yeah. Wait. Oh, no, 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 not Mandy. No, no, no. I was thinking all oh. the girls love Mandy Lane or that 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 slasher. Oh, okay. All the boys love Mandy Lane. Like that, I've seen that. I haven't seen Mandy. I haven't seen anyone, like, I don't know anyone else that's seen that movie, but I don't know if I would consider horror, but it's terrifying. It's Nicolas Cage, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I haven't the first seen half it. is such a weird, like, isn't he playing Tiger King? watching, and it's like really yes. creepy. Yeah, he's playing Tiger King. God, worst casting. That show's scary, too. Yeah. No, I, I like that. So, okay. Wait, wait, wait. We didn't get Karen's film. Karen, yeah. Karen's oh, film. Oh, sorry. God damn it. I'm a huge Karen is going to have a hard buff. time picking. I, oh, my so, gosh. Um, she's my best friend. I, <laughs> so, um, I like some of my favorite memories were watching the Universal Monster movies. I love Bella Lugosi. Oh. Love Boris Karloff. Love Lon Chaney Jr. Um, and then when I was around eight years old, my dad was like, oh, you love Dracula? I'm going to show you this one called Halloween. And then I didn't sleep for like two okay. weeks. I'm so and glad he did that to you too, because you know, what he, you know which one he did to me when I was that age? Child's Play. Ooh. Yeah, he was like, oh, oh you, yeah, he was like, oh, watch this movie about a, about a toy. And I was like, okay. About a murder toy? Like I was like eight when he showed me that movie <laughs> and I was terrified by it. So yeah, yeah he did the I'm, so, I'm so glad he did the same thing to you that he did to me. Yeah. Going so, back to Mandy sorry, my Griffin. phone is at 10. So if I die, then I'm going to come back on the iPad. But um, so right now, my favorite horror would probably be uh, the Ritual. Is amazing. Um, I love Ready or Not. It's so good. I could watch that movie every I, single day of my life. Is that the one with um, Samara Weaving? Yes. That one's yes, so good. It is. So effing good. I love it. Like I, I've watched it so much and I could just put it on the background kind of thing. I just it's, love it so much. I, it's so yeah, I well it done and the music and the setting and like, oh, it's just so good. I love you it. Just, when I went to watch it in the theaters, I had no idea what I was getting myself into. By the end of the film, I was like, I would have never, ever seen that coming. Yeah. You, really you, yeah. It's just, 
And I love, um, I love movies that kind of deal with, I won't give anything away, but the topic that it, it's dealing yeah, with, like, I, I love movies like that. Um, what's that one called, uh, house of the devil. That movie is so good. That one's good. Um, I, I like that, that one. one. Um, you know, you that know deals some, with the same thing. There's a movie that um, I have seen. Hollow, I love. Oh, Sleepy Hollow is good. There's a film that's that I haven't favorites. seen that's on probably everyone's list of scariest movies they've ever seen. It's called Witch. It's on Netflix. Okay. Is I've it The it. Witch or Witch? I think it's just Witch and like the logo is like two Vs. Oh my gosh. Uh, what was that? Oh, oh that's, the, that's The Witch. Oh my too. God. Scared Dude. the hell out of me. Okay. Yeah. So, I, I just remembered it as we're talking about this. Um, did it pop up or not? Yeah, it did. Oh, yeah. I was waiting for you to preface okay. it before you show people. Yeah. Before, Just, before we whenever Karen's done talking. Before no, we... I'm done. I'm done. Sorry, I was trying <laughs> to do it in the background, but though. StreamYard switched yeah, over. She's worried her phone's going to die. Oh, yeah. do you want to plug it in or we can... Uh... Well, she's going to go to her I'm iPad. using the headphones. Oh, oh, damn it. iPhone, Apple. Yeah, yeah. I know. So, But I'm getting my iPad ready. So if I cut out, I'll come back. On okay, sweet. Yeah, just use the same link. Um, so really quick before we go to Dean's picture, um, I had said that we want, I wanted to ask a second question. So the second question is what is the most terrifying movie you've ever seen? Now for me, obviously I love Halloween, but that's not, it's not scary. Like, (laughs) I mean, it's terrifying. Yes, but I can name, I I can name one movie that I've seen that I remember watching the theaters and my mouth was open. So I, I could not believe what I was watching. And someone said it here in the comments earlier, hereditary, that movie, oh. that movie, I, I hadn't seen a trailer. I, I had heard the buzz. I didn't know what it was about me and my uh, wife. Now we went to go see it and I'm not going to give anything away, but maybe 45 minutes into the movie, something happens where it's, Terrifying. I know what you're talking about. I really enjoyed that movie. Oh my goodness. I still haven't seen that it's one. Really I've seen good. Midsummer, but I haven't seen Hereditary. Yeah, I haven't seen I need to watch yet. it. I think Karen will love it. I, I think, think Karen will really love Hereditary. It's right up your yeah. alley. It yeah. It's just I perfect. haven't had a chance where like Lenore would run in the room. So I was like, because I, I know that it's it has imagery that like my five-year-old cannot run in the room. Oh I, I mean I'm still I still think about it every now and then where I because I love it because when I was watching it in the theater, um, I just remember the theater experience. Like everyone just like sucked up the air and nobody made noise. It was oh wow, one of the most uncomfortable like ever I've ever been ever. Yep, same thing happened to I me in my experience as well <laughs> with that one. Yeah, and then from that point on, from forty five minutes on, it's completely it's, it's, yeah, it's it's, like, it's wild. It's like I. I've only seen it twice, and that's probably all I can stomach, honestly. Same. I saw it in the theater, and then I saw it once after it came out, like on, like it was released on digital or something. I, I rented it, and I, I don't even think I made it all the way through the second time because I was like watching it by myself. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah it, that film is extremely smart. Like you have to pay attention, like because right when the movie starts, it's. It, it, it plants like, seeds. It, like, yeah, and it also seems like a different movie than it is. Oh my god! Oh my goodness! I am getting chills just talking about it. Ooh, yeah. I'm gonna watch it. Yeah. Uh, Dean, what about you? Man, honestly, and it's really not that scary of a movie, but I just remember having like an actual panic attack watching it. Uh-huh. Um, World War Z. Oh, the, the scene where he's yeah. getting the vials of the 
he's trying to like get a vial of something. It's a, it's a virus, the, a live virus. Yeah, he's, he's like camp. in this lab surrounded by zombies and like everything's just like really quiet and like he, he only has like one shot or he's going to die. And I just remember like not being able to breathe watching it. Like, it's really oh my God, it was terrifying. But like the movie itself is like more of an action movie than a horror movie. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, just, that was like the only thing I could remember where I was like physically uncomfortable Uncomfortable watching. watching. Mm-hmm. What about you, Susan? It's really dumb. Like the scariest movie that like I remember that I know is still like it still scares me to this day is The Pit and the Pendulum with Vincent Price because I remember how much it scared me as a kid mm-hmm. and I still like go back to that place. Right. So that movie and then also the other one that's really dumb that scared me so much was Mama. Oh, that movie is horrible. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's a good um, movie. It was that movie, it was that it's that two shot of the hallway in the bedroom where you see the kid playing and you know there's only one other person in the house and then the other person in the house walks down the hall so the kid can't possibly be playing with the person in the house. Yeah. <laughs> that shot was like just done. Nope. The, and like so those two like so the pit and the pendulum and mama scared scared me so the pendulum much scary karen what about you um i would say it follows <gasps> i love that's, that movie that's a great movie oh my gosh. i love it but the first time i saw it like i was so freaked out like and it was like and it's like i was like married there's like no way that it would like affect me but it was just like i kept looking like expecting to see like the giant dude like Oh my it, god! Like, the giant like running up the stairs, so like oh my god! Yeah, that uh, movie—it's so good. I've seen it like twenty times after that, and it doesn't scare me now. But oh, the same. first time I saw it, freaked me out so much. Uh, on that movie, one of the scenes that I absolutely adore is when that person is—I uh, think they're like taking a class, and they just look to the side yeah, and you see the, the old, lady. Yeah, and then like eh, it's nothing, and then again, and you just see them coming and coming. It's like. <gasps> it's so I know it's so bad and yeah anytime someone like walked at me after that I was like running away <laughs> like it was so scary I'd run straight to Dean's house if, if that was following me so yeah I'm just kidding well you, yeah well, you know you have to do to get it you can pass yeah. it along just Dean we have to do some dirty things to pass it <laughs> you have to play adult hide and seek to pass it <laughs> yeah um so for me one of the scariest moments ever uh this movie itself is pretty scary but it's not like that horrifying it's called grave encounters Ooh, don't watch the sequel yeah. the sequel is awful but after i finished watching it so um i was uh living with victoria my wife now just then my girlfriend and she was out of town with her parents like just doing whatever and so i was like my roommate was graduated and then my other roommate was with his girlfriend so pretty much home alone and uh we were watching that movie at a friend's house and someone texted me and they're like, your house is a mess. And like number that I didn't know. And I was like, what? And they're like, well, I'm here. I'm waiting for you. And um, like just kept sending text messages, which like through the filter of me being horrified from this movie, plus being alone, plus like having no one with me and having these potential creepy person at my house was yep. just horrifying. And um, yeah, I think it was probably looking for a booty call or something like, like maybe had the wrong number, but they were trying to hook up with somebody. 
<laughs> but it was horrifying in the context that I was in. And eventually you found out it was a wrong number. But for like an hour, I was like heart pounding, like sweating, like who the fuck is at my house? Yeah. And uh, yeah. That's, that's um, awful. Before we move on, Dean. Uh, oh, Dean already said World War Z. Um, one more. I just want to throw one more in there. The Exorcist. That movie. Dude, hell yeah. It's a good movie. So good. So scary. Especially yeah, when my mom said people would like pass out watching that movie when it came out. Yeah. Um, another movie that they had a uh, uh, a theater like a warning was The Conjuring, and I love The Conjuring. That's a great one. The second one is really good too. The second one is good too. The Annabelle is not so good. Yeah. The Annabelle that is the most recent one. I watched it like at the start of the quarantine, and I was surprised that it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Uh, Annabelle, like, the which one one's that like, one? Creation or comes home? Creation, comes yeah. Home. It's oh, creation. The one with the the coins that has the entity with the coins and the eyes. Oh, I, that, I was like, that's right. You that told one. me about that one. Yeah. The beginning of that movie really threw me off. Like I didn't think that they were going to go like that. No. Yeah. Uh, Eric says the fourth kind and the ritual made me feel creeped out. The most thriller film I've seen was the house of a thousand corpses. Oh God. Ooh. Yeah. All the Rob zombie movies are like, Oh, like I, yeah. I'll watch the Rob zombies like Halloween. Uh, oh, Danny. Oh, that, this is a good question for Karen and I, um, Yes. Karen and I grew up in NorCal, and it's we a, have a ghost story about we, the Winchester we Mystery do. House. Um, an actual. I totally forgot about. I totally forgot about it until just now, too. Yeah. I mean, I I enjoy going to haunted places, and so I don't know. Didn't I? I like begged you to take. Yeah, me because I could and, drive and you couldn't. Yeah, and so um, yeah, I couldn't drive yet, and so you you were like okay, and so you decided to take me down to the Winchester Mystery House. And, um, you know, I wanted to see if I could catch a ghost. So I was taking lots and lots of pictures. And this, this was before, before digital cameras. So these yeah, are it was disposable. Yeah, it was a disposable camera. And, um, and, you know, so it's like a few days before you actually get to look at the pictures. And, you know, nothing really of interest happened while we were there. We just went on the tour, um, except that I, like, tried to talk to the tour guide about ghosts. And she got all weird with me and was like, She's like, we don't talk about our experiences because it takes away from the historical aspect of the house. And I was like, but the historical aspect is ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I don't understand what that means, but okay. And um, and so then we developed the pictures, and it, you know, I took I took the pictures, so they were all pictures of my sister in different parts of the house, and. Every single picture of my sister, her face is whited out like there's a white mist over it. And we're just like, what the... F and there might have been like one picture of me there that... Two, was there, yeah. there, there was one that was of you the same way. And then there were two where I had... I, you could see my face, but I had like a halo of orbs that was like around, like an arch over my head. Like there was weird stuff going on in every single picture just around whatever person was in the picture. And it was white and misty in every picture. Mm -hmm. Every single picture. And what's the significance of this house? Oh, oh you don't know about this house? Oh, the Winchester Mystery House. Sarah Winchester, after her husband died, she inherited the fortune from Winchester Rifles. And oh, millions of dollars. Like so much money back, back then. Um, <laughs> And what she did with the money is she had like some like a dream, a vision, something happened where she like these ghosts told her that she needed to like atone for the deaths of the people who were killed by her rifles. And in order to do that, she needed to continue to build a house. And if she wasn't building the house, 
these ghosts were going to come in and like get her. Get her essentially. So she made this house into like a weird trap for these ghosts so that the way they couldn't get her. So there's like staircases that lead to nowhere. There are doors that open and there's just a drop off. Like it's yeah. literally a trap house. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's absolutely. Yeah, there's like hundreds of rooms, hundreds of bathrooms. Like it's just like a massive mansion. It's crazy. Imagine having that much money, just make a house for nowhere. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's a crazy story around that that house. And then yeah, Karen just begged me to take her as soon as I could drive, essentially. (laughs) That's so cool. Yeah, because on the first episode of this podcast, we talked about. San Antonio just has like a lot of urban legends mm. and like I don't want to say significant but like locations that like every story has an actual location in um, well, you have the Alamo so it's cool to hear about like a different you know part of the country oh gotcha yeah the Alamo you have the Alamo yeah I have you guys ever weird happened at the Alamo? I don't think anyone's reported. I mean, uh, a, a bunch of people, died. Lot of people <laughs> died. No, I meant like if you're walking. Yeah, I mean, it's the, I, apparently Dean doesn't remember the Alamo. Oh yeah, you're supposed to remember the Alamo. I, I remember. God damn it, Dean! Give <laughs> me your pretty, Texas card. Click, click. I'm pretty sure if you go to like you know Alamo personnel, they can tell you. Isn't there like a, a oh, that's true. the what is it called the that uh, hotel that's like right across that's like one of the most yeah, haunted ha- houses? Yep. On the the, haunted the motels, or... yeah, where there's like gargoyles and stuff on the outside. Yeah, it's the one that's like, like when you're at the Alamo, there's like the Ripley's, believe it or not, and then it's across from the Ripley's. Yes. Yeah, yeah. it's on Houston Street. Yes. Uh, yeah. Houston Street. The my sister knows the name of it. She'll probably I like San Antonio a lot. It's a you great. You are welcome to come to our studio anytime. If you and Zachary are ever in town, it'd be awesome to do a live show with you guys. That would be pretty awesome. Karen too. She needs to come to, to San Antonio so we can go to the. We can all watch Hereditary. Yeah. Or that too. Yeah. I've actually the only time I've been to Texas was I like went to the airport and, <laughs> and then got another plane. <laughs> but I would love to. Dude, yeah. So if, if you guys haven't listened, listen to Creeps Are Us episode one. That's when we dig into like the urban legends of San There's Antonio. We talk about a lot. And then the lights go off randomly. Yeah, it was creepy. We were just like talking about like creepy stuff, and then the lights surged off. That's right. And we asked the guy who owned the apartment, like, dude, did that happen ever? And he's like, that never happens. Wow. It literally never happens since I lived here. That's so weird. Awesome. All right, guys. Well, I think that does it for this episode. It was a. I thought we were only gonna go for twenty minutes, but yeah, that was fun. We should do it again. We should all link up. Um, anything else? I was gonna say we can't. They asked me during the intermission about um, Hawaiian urban legend stories, so we. I guess we have to come back on and tell all of Auntie Bev's stories. Oh my god! Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I really like that stuff. Yeah, um, we're into that. Yeah, yeah, this is one of the most active chats I've ever seen. So we'll definitely have you guys on the is chat. Really, again. I I yeah, and it's going pretty crazy. Really paranormal. Oh, my alley. Totally. All right, guys. Thank you so much for having me. I yeah, thank you. Thank you for having that was me. That was fun. Yeah, you guys gave me goosebumps. Ooh. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll, we'll definitely see y'all later. Again, my name is Manny. I'm Susan. Karen. Zach. Dean. And we'll catch y'all on the next episode. Bye.